Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, everybody. It is Wednesday. What, what are you What are you doing over there? You You, you sanding a wall with sandpaper over there? <laughs> I was uh, just brushing my teeth <laughs> for the talk for the talk show. <laughs> Speaking of, what do you think of the new set? I love it. I think it's amazing. I, I'm 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 in love with it right now. That's why I brush my teeth. <laughs> Do you prefer the picture on the left or the picture on the right? I like it on the left because I can, you know, it's always in my face when it's on the left. You know, on the right you can kind of like see it off in the corner, but I love, love it on the left. Is that what she said? Is that where you're going That's for? That's what she said. That's what she said exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you done brushing your teeth yet? I am done. Yes, I am ready. <laughs> How how's it going? Tell me about your life right now. My life or lack of it's it's going all right. They have us like doing a lot of training. Uh, there's uh there's exams. There's studying. I uh, just got through an exam, and uh, they have us go through like a nationalization ceremony just uh, to witness that, and that's all part of the citizenship and immigration services part of this job and. It's pretty interesting, you know. I'm meeting a lot of really uh, great people, the people from uh, diverse backgrounds, uh, whether or not they've been in the federal government for the last couple of years or or uh, just starting out. But there's a lot of different uh, professional backgrounds there. I think that's what I find really interesting: the connections I'm making. But uh, what's the weirdest good stuff. professional background you've heard of thus far? The weirdest. Oh man. <laughs> uh, the weirdest is probably. Um, People, you know, it, I don't think it's, it's really weird, but it's just people right out of um, grad school uh, coming into this job because I, I took a couple of years uh, to get here from grad school, so I went through different succession of jobs. People are just going right into the federal government, you know. Um, and, you know, it's weird to me because I didn't think it was attractive when I first got up out of law school, and it probably wouldn't have been the first kind of job I would have wanted you know, out of law school. But uh, now it's a different economy and it's a different kind of federal government, I think. So it's not really uh-huh. weird. It's just just different. <laughs> How, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so rude. Apologies. Uh, for anyone who's just tuning in, uh, this is blazing. I'm sorry. I was distracted by Bob Vila's This Old House on the other end over there. <laughs> this is blazing Rye backstage, and we're here with the great city playboy, Jonathan Weeks. Um, so, <laughs> uh, it's an honor to be on the show. And, uh, what, what can I say? What can I say? Ryan Holmes, he's a, he's a legend here. It's like talking to Babe Ruth over here. By the way, I'm looking at what's trending on Twitter right now. And one of these things says BJ Upton. And oh. another thing says 69 facts about me. 
Now, it just seems to me that people, they got their minds in the gutter. B.J. Upton, I can only imagine what that means. And 69 facts about me, why that number? <laughs> B.J. Upton, I, all I know is that he's a baseball player at the Atlanta Braves. I don't know what. Oh, is he really? I thought, <laughs> I thought they yeah, were insinuating. I Well, I just clicked on it and said B.J. Upton isn't very good at baseball right now. Or oh, blowjob. <laughs> yeah, he's um he's on the Atlanta Braves. They got him from the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. He's uh, with his brother um, Justin Upton, who's a better player. But uh, you know, it's just the Braves are doing very well. He's not doing so well though. Coasting on the indescribable high that is dropping DJ Upton from my fantasy baseball roster. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. Jesus, that was by Joshua Horowitz on Twitter. Don't mess with him. He's serious about this. Oh, oh he's really serious. Oh, people, you know, people are pretty uh, insane about this stuff. I'm in a uh, fantasy league uh, in Connecticut, and they're just, oh, they take it like life. It's serious. It's more important than life. Well, you know what they say. That's how things go from from sin bad to sin worse. <laughs> so there's uh, uh, also this woman, Andrea Canning, who's doing a report on Dateline right now, mm-hmm. and she tweeted uh, earlier, um, would you borrow, in quotation marks, borrow a vehicle if it could possibly save someone's life, hashtag Dateline. Now, she obviously means stealing, but she, what she tweeted was, would you borrow a vehicle if it could possibly save someone's life? Hashtag Dateline. So then I retweeted or quoted her tweet and said possibly with an asterisk and then said hire me to proofread, right? Because it's 140 fucking characters. How hard is it, right? So guess what? She wrote back and she said thanks with three exclamation points, typing too fast, smiley face. This is a woman who's watching her own report on Dateline, responding to me, correcting her spelling, and then in her response, she uses way too much punctuation, and she says typing too fast instead of quickly. <laughs> I, I think that's very scary. It tells you a lot about the news. Uh, probably that we shouldn't be watching it, but, you know, it's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> this woman has a verified check mark and everything. She's like a real celebrity. She's got five, almost 6,000 followers, Andrea Canning. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to look her up and correct her. <laughs> so, John Weeks. Um, yes, sir. What What do you think about she-males? <laughs> Let me give you some context. Sure. I'll, I'll give you some context. Say, in this hypothetical situation, say that I had a, a straight, heterosexual friend um, mm who has always had a fetish for looking at shemale or, as I like to say, shamali pornography. Now, <laughs> I hypothetically say I never took this person seriously before, mm-hmm. and yet I heard through the grapevine that this person who insists on his heterosexuality, um, even still... Uh, said that 
he posted an ad on Craigslist seeking this out, and then one responded, and now this guy has uh, had sexual intercourse with this Shamali, and I asked, I said, I was like, you fucked a guy in the ass. And then he was like, no, 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 because it's a female. You're ignorant. You're ignorant about cheese. And he's calling me ignorant about transsexuals, whatever. Um, and I was like, well, did did she have a dick? And he said, yeah. And I was like, was it hard? And, she, and he said, yeah, at times. And I just, I remember having experienced uh, sexual situations with women and men. I remember the first time I dealt with somebody with uh, a penis. It was different, and it was a little weird. And for this person to not think that it was a, just a little strange um, in his first experience with it, uh, I, I didn't quite grasp it. And also, what do you think about this? Do you think that somebody who has this Shamali fetish and this Shamali has acted on these Shamali tendencies, do you think that this person is still uh, completely heterosexual? That's that's a great question. I think that's one of the greatest questions of 21st century, quite frankly. I mean, that's, that's, that's an epic question there. I, you know, as a hetero male, um, I think that, well, you know, it's, fetishes are their own kind of realm. Uh, but I would say if you're having those fetishes, I think that's uh, gay in itself. It's not, it's not so hetero. And if you're acting out on those fetishes, then it's, it's pretty much, you're, you know, you, you, you've got to come to realize some things, you know, at some point. And, uh, you know, if you're acting out those fetishes with females or whatnot, uh, I think I would rule on the side of being, you know, gay probably. You know, it's, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just you've got to come to that realization, you know. <laughs> now, do you think it's it needs to be completely homosexual, though, or could this person um... – be be bisexual. I would rule on bisexual because he's probably uh, experimenting, you know, and he's, uh, you know, he's probably in the experimental stage. That's why he's not coming around, just coming out and saying something about it, and uh, still denying it, but he's still acting out on it. So I would say I would say he's definitely bi, but you know, whether whether he's uh, he's gay, it's a, you know, he's still be, still to be seen. You know, what's funny about this is, I think there's a high, you know, I know. No disrespect to this country, but I've heard that there's a, a high amount of females in the country of Thailand. I don't, I don't know what it, what it is, but I think Thailand is Thailand. I think it's the capital of females for some reason. Because I remember a uh, friend of mine in college. Well, he wasn't really a friend of mine, but he was telling me about how he went to study abroad in Thailand, and <laughs> almost every single club he went to, he fell in love with like a female, even though he didn't know it was a female. <laughs> So your friend did not know it was a Shamali and kept falling in love with the Shamalis, and then he actually got into it with the Shamalis, and when they were about to uh, engage in coitus is when he realized that she was a he, she? That's exactly after that. That's exactly what happened. Um, and he kind of cut off the story to not go into further detail about what happened once he figured it out. He didn't go into whether they did anything. So it leaves me wondering what happened in Thailand with the female and why he continually fell in love with females after that uh, incident. So uh, there might be something with 
females in Thailand that you got to watch out for. you got to ask your friend about this. Has he been to Thailand? <laughs> now, I saw this Shamali, uh, a picture of her. Um, he showed me, and she really didn't look all that feminine to me. It looked very, the the breasticles looked very fake, and it just, it looked like a dude who was, you know, half guy, half girl, half guy. I think what's kind of um, also strange about it is, is the guy was saying to me, uh, it's like Mac on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, when he hooks up with this woman who who is a man but going through transition. And when he's telling you that, he's not realizing, he's like saying it like it's like Mac, like that's a good, but and not that it's a bad thing, but it's just that's the joke on It's Always Sunny, and he was saying it as if it wasn't a joke, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way, Tom, Tom Fogarty's killing me right now because I sent him a bunch of uh, messages before, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook messages, and he apparently didn't get any of them. So, <laughs> oh, and now now the internet's down as soon as I go to send them again. Oh, the technical difficulties. <laughs> and, and you bring up another good point about Somalia, though. You know. Um, <laughs> What's that? I mean, I mean, uh, I guess you have to do a balance, uh, a balancing test. Does the female look more like a male, or does the female look more like a female? And does that, you know, I guess, phase into the balance of whether this person is is hetero or, you know, or, or gay, you know? And that, that's a tough question, you know. We. Like you said, if it's more, if it looks more like a guy, then it's pretty obvious, right? And this brings me back to Thailand. Thailand, well, they told me. Well, so, but in Thailand, with the Shamalia, uh, when your boy got with them, what did he do? Because they're they're hot and heavy in the middle of everything. Did he stop it? Did he continue? What did he do? Well, that's the question. He never he never finished the story, and there was a point where I got it. I think he did finish the story. I just got on the left. I was like, oh, my God, I can't handle this. I, I, I don't think I ever want to go to the country of Thailand ever again after his story, but um, <laughs> which, which which is probably not true in the in the first place. But I, I think he went through with it. I think that's what happened. That's why I heard all this, all these yelling, this yelling and shouting in, in, in the room when I left. And, um, you know, I guess it's, it's all a matter of the heat of the moment, you know. I <laughs> Well, that's the thing. See, I think, you know, your friend was probably hammered, and he's in another country, and it's 2 in the morning, and he's got this gorgeous lady, and then all of a sudden he, he's he's all, you know, rearing to go, but then he realizes she has a penis, and I, I think if I were in that situation, I would go through with it too. <laughs> that's, it's, it's, it's a tough, tough scenario, tough situation, because, you know, some people will go through it through with it because it's a heat of the moment, you know. But uh, you know, if I if it were me, I would probably be thrust into a nightmarish situation, you know, much like the birds, and uh, I'd have to I'd have to hightail it out of it. I'd probably jump out a window, you know. I probably would. I, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't know what hey, to would do you, at that point. You know? Would you rather? <laughs> would you? Would you rather have sex with a Shamali or? <laughs> Relive Jesus's bachelor party week. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! 
<laughs> that is such a bad question. I can't. I really shouldn't. <laughs> we need an answer. I would have to go through with the uh, hey, this special uh, party again. I would have no, to do it, even no. though I, it, it might it might mean my death. But I would do it. I would probably do it. Just do because what? I think it was. I think it was. A, it, there's a pride in in what we accomplished there. We survived, even though we have really deep, very deep emotional scars from that trip. Uh, <laughs> I remember you. Afterwards, you said you could not believe that we survived. You legitimately thought we were going to die. I still can't believe it. You know what happened just with the plane? The plane was delayed like eight hours. And, then, <laughs> and that's when we went to that Chili's 2 and, and then nearly died of a heart attack. <laughs> we paid an extra 300 bucks for per flight just to get early enough tickets to get there on time, but then it was delayed. <laughs> and then just it got that. canceled anyway, that flight did. That's right. Just that fact, fact uh, scenario right there tells me that this was not meant to be whatsoever. We were not meant to make it there for some reason. Not meant to what? <laughs> we were not meant to make this event. And somebody up there was watching out for us. They were like, you know, we shouldn't be going to this event at all. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to prevent us from getting to Atlanta. Yes, it was like final destination reverse. Somebody was watching out for us, I think. <laughs> now, let's get back to this Shamali thing. So okay. we don't know, um, you know, we don't, who, who who are we to say what the normal is? I mean, maybe the normal is these ladies that cut their cocks off and turn them into vaginas. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We We don't know the normal. We can't judge them, nor can we judge people. Who, who like them, you know, that's, that's, that's the whole thing about fetish is that each one of us <laughs> has their own. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. After my friends told me this, um, and it was, uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it was in New Jersey because it wasn't. And so I just don't want to incriminate anyone. Um, we were on New Jersey transit and I'm sitting there on the train and he tells me this and I was so shocked when he got off the train and I was still on it that I had my jaw dropped and couldn't put my headphones in for like another two stops. And do you know what the last time I've experienced that sort of emotional shock before was when I gave it to somebody. It was when in uh, L.A. I told Bryce that I had feelings for my friend Bryce out there, Paco, and he, for the first time I've ever seen he sat still without doing anything for, like, the, the time it took me to use the bathroom, like, to pee and come back. He was just, like, sitting there kind of in shock, not, you know, not doing anything. That was the only time I've ever seen him stay still. And that's kind of the exact feeling I had uh, on the train the other night. The other thought that I had was my friend says, says don't, don't think different. Uh, you Tell me you're not going to think different of me now. And I said, no, of course not. But the thing is, weeks. Mm-hmm. How could I not? You know, I mean, I right. like, I don't think, I don't think different in a bad way, but I do think different. Like, holy shit, I can't believe he actually went through with that, and I didn't know that that fetish was an actual thing that he was going to act on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I have to say, he's like, you know, by by saying that and telling you that, 
just dropping like a bomb on you. It's like, you know, okay, how do you process that information? Is it like, is he, is he coming out? Is he trying to tell you something? It, it, obviously it was profound what he did, you know, and in, in telling you that. And, uh, you know, he thought you were going to like totally think differently of him, but, um, it's just being honest, I guess. It, it's kind of a strange way of doing it, you know? <laughs> How is it a strange way of doing it? Well, you know, talking about Somalia, you know, and going into the whole. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's it is that is his thing right now is Somalis. Whether or not it evolves into something a little gayer, <laughs> then I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I remember when I was a, a teenager uh, or maybe twelve or something. And they used to have those, like, real sex shows on HBO. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah, I remember those, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that is some of the most disturbing shit you'll ever see in your life. Um, and one of the things was um, I was fully engaged in this particular show, uh, and then all of a sudden these two ladies walk to the camera, and they have dicks. They're chicks with dicks. And I had never seen anything like it at the time, and... I had a like a bad taste in my mouth for a month after that. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those websites. What is it? Uh, Ron dot com or something like that. It's like you're not expecting to see that kind of stuff, but all of a sudden, boom! It's in your face. And you know, I know that show very well because uh, probably too well because uh, GW used to pay for HBO in uh, in college in, in freshman year. For some reason, your your sixty thousand dollars a year tuition would buy you HBO. And get you that real sex show uh, at midnight. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I remember that show. It's, 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 I'm still scarred from it, quite frankly. I'm, I'm not going to get over that either. It was not as bad as the birds, but, you know, it's bad. <laughs> now, this is all in, in jest. I, I just want to make sure that I mean no disrespect to uh, the people who have gone through or are going through these types of transitions. I'm older now, and I uh, I feel like I understand people, people's uh, they, that they have a different sense of self than what's, what nature has given to them, and so they go about changing it. And I understand it better now than when I was a kid and when I had the bad taste in my mouth for a month. Um, the thing that, that I'm kind of harping on is the fact that I had no idea that this person would actually go through with it, and then now it's like, you know, what do you do? Because I, I even, I mean, what do you do at this point? Because there's this meningitis uh, epidemic plaguing the homosexual community in New York right now. And, like, the mayor and everyone is saying to uh, get the vaccine. Now, do I, as a friend, since this girl's biology is naturally male, do I suggest to my 100% heterosexual friend that he get this meningitis shot for gay men? Or do I not worry him and not say anything? Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's a complex fact pattern, man. I, I, in that regard, if it's a serious issue, if it's a serious disease, and you know, I almost have a good duty as a friend to let him know about you know, meningitis and its effects and getting tested for it because he may he may overlook it, you know, since he's uh you know, when people look at these kind of fetishes they just see it as an act and it's not really something that can affect their health. So I mean 
it's, it's probably, you know, nice of you to bring it up, you know, in a, you know, in a light manner, you know, in a smooth way. But, uh, well, you know, I think, right. and you that's know, the thing, if, like if, you, go ahead. If, if, if he volunteered that information to you, he's really, um, trusting you a lot. So, you know, I would try to, you know, return it back to him and just, uh, you know, be nice and give him that information. You know, I think that he'd appreciate it. Or, or he uh, makes a date yeah, you for the rest of your life. What'd you say? Or, or he makes hate you for the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing that, like, Mayor Bloomberger and uh, the, the like <laughs> are suggesting that every uh, gay man who, or every bisexual man, or any man who even considers themselves heterosexual who's uh, met a sexual partner on an app or on a on the internet gets this vaccine. So even though my friend he still considers himself 100% straight, you, you got to, this is now a new factor you're working with here that I'm sure he didn't anticipate going into this. Right. And it's uh, something, yeah, he definitely didn't anticipate going into this. And that's why he probably needs the information from someone like you or that's, you know, not from Bloomberger, but, you know, from his uh, his friend or, you know, this is uh, serious news here. In the land of Somalia, this is uh, this is big news, you know? I mean... And again, it's all in, in jest. And, uh, you know, it's just part of our, our, our culture. And uh, we got to accept it, but we got to, you know, face the health concerns with just like with any other kind of sexual activity, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing is, the most important thing here is is living a truthful life. And so, if he uh, has always wanted to do this and then and then didn't because of what he thought other people would think of him or whatever, then you know he wouldn't be being genuine with himself. So, in a way, I'm I'm impressed that he actually took this step. Um, and <laughs> in another way, I'm I'm shocked that he took it. But for the most part. It, it made me look at him in, uh, I'd say, a brighter light because, well, he <laughs> he he tried this out, and that's pretty uh, it's a pretty impressive thing to try out. And I uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but I bet you. I wonder if do you think Tom Fogarty Tom Fogarty? I wonder if he's ever hooked with, with, up with a Shamali. Um. Well, we got to ask him if he's been you know overseas, maybe to. Thailand. He may have actually, but uh, yeah. When he comes I, on, when he comes on, yeah. I'm gonna need you to ask him these Thailand questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. But uh, um, I, in that same vein, though, when he told you, your friend told you this, I think I would have had the same reaction. I think I would have been knocked on my ass when I heard that. <laughs> It well, but he was telling me about being fucked in the ass. Well, he was Amy. He right. Was fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like to, to go through your whole life uh, only hooking up with women, and then the only connection that you have with this world is through pornography, yeah. and is just I don't know. It's 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 fucking crazy. It's like uh, I don't know what it's like. <laughs> But it's it's like trying something completely different. I mean, he mentioned that like it was weird because of the things he didn't anticipate, like say the 
uh, aroma or pheromones or whatever was of a male. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. that it's just a crazy fucking situation, John Week. It, it, it and if uh, you know, I'm just imagining in my shoes. If I if I had a friend who told me that, so I, I I would not know what to say to him at first. I'd be like, you know, I protect that information. I'd be like, yes, that's uh, thanks for letting me know. But I wouldn't know what to say after that, you know. But uh, <laughs> so I would be like, okay. Well, Let's go get well, some clearly, I don't know what to say right now. I mean, as as Tamika Kid the other night pointed out, as long as yeah, you know kid. you're consenting, yeah, kid. As long as you're consenting adults <laughs> and no one's being tricked or anything like you know, like those ladies in Thailand who are tricking them. As long as no one's being right. tricked uh, or turning tricks for that matter, then whatever two or more consensual adults want to do is it's their business. So I don't really care what he does although I am impressed with it. Um, and at the same time, I'm a concerned friend with this whole, you know, meningitis outbreak lately. So there's a whole bunch of levels to this, you know? Right. Uh, I agree with that. That's a, that's a complicated fact pattern, but it's, uh, you know, it's something that's becoming common in the uh, 21st century here, you know? What, Somalia? <laughs> the land of Somalia, yeah. By the way, if Tom Fogarty, if you're calling in right now, it looks like the internet is down again. So uh, just hang tight, hang tight, and we'll try to get you, get you up here. Um, I definitely didn't expect, there, to talk, <laughs> didn't expect to be talking about shemales for this long. So um, <laughs> I woke up. Speaking of uh, people who are confused about sexuality and all that stuff, I woke up to the news that Michelle Bachman is uh, leaving Congress today. What do you think about that? <laughs> Uh, well, I think it's, uh, I, I did a little reading on it. It was like, uh, what is she, she won her last re-election by two points, and then secondly, um, or not even, and then secondly, she's under investigation for uh, illegal like campaign financing and spending, and uh, I think her political career may be over, which probably is a great thing for Republican Party and for uh, America. <laughs> you know, I hate to say that, but... <laughs> It's, it's, it's uh, you know, her views were pretty extreme. They were they were probably beyond conservatism. They were like an extreme wing of conservatism that uh, you now, know has pretty much killed the Republican Party. Now she, uh, by the way, Tom Fogarty, if you're just calling in now, we're trying to get the internet back up so I can pick up your call. Uh, hang tight, sire. We'll be right with you. Um, the uh, the Bachman thing. What about the whole thing about the whole? Uh, you know, she doesn't like. Uh, gay people and she which is weird because her husband is clearly a homosexual um and <laughs> if she were really against gay marriage she wouldn't have married this this marcus bachman guy um but she threatened to leave the united states if gay marriage passed in her state which it did just pass in her state that was the first thought that came to my mind that she was leaving congress for that reason uh but it, it wasn't mentioned by anybody on the today's show today uh do you think that that could have been a factor that could have been. I mean, that's, uh, she's probably, you know, in a larger realm of politics, it's, uh, the country in that, in that regard is liberalizing. And I think she probably sees that she has no, uh, stance there, even though her district is extremely conservative, but it's not that, not as, uh, conservative as her views are. And that's why she barely won. I think it's, it's because yes, the country is liberalizing and the marriage is definitely part of it. And number two, she's under some serious, uh, investigation here that, uh, Probably is going to 
uh, ruined her career, and she's just making a a pant of action to kind of save it or to kind of bury it. You know, it's very similar to Palin, but not not um, Palin's uh, issues weren't as bad. You know, the investigation, I think. Okay. Well, uh, you know what they say: good riddance. Yeah, that's right. That's that's right. Now, John Weeks, I'm going to try and uh, contact Tom Fogarty on the Facebook. Okay. In the meantime, um, just tell me every single detail about your day. <laughs> all right. That's going to really, like, put people to sleep. But, um, all right. I woke up. I had to go to class. Uh, I took an exam for two hours. The exam was uh, difficult but doable. Did pretty well on it. Got the, the scores right away. Then I had to go to class. Oh, lunch! I had lunch. Oh, they had some really good. Um, <laughs> some really good uh, cauliflower with cheese. That was delicious. And uh, speaking of cauliflower with cheese, what is better than broccoli with cheese? You know, I haven't had that in such a long time. That was one of my favorite childhood dishes. Broccoli and cheese. I mean, you get the healthy portion and the really bad stuff. It was one of the most delicious dishes ever. I think they should have broccoli and cheese on every menu. I think that should be a meal, quite frankly. But anyway, I had lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I had lunch, and then I went to uh, back to class for oh three hours. And then, <laughs> then I came back here. I had dinner. John Weeks, are you yeah? Facebook friends with Tom Fogarty? I am. Yes, I am. Can you message him on Facebook and tell him we're having technical difficulties? Because I got Verizon and it won't let me do it on the phone right now. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. The Tommy Hi. boy. The fuck, man? This fucking Time Warner shit, bro. It's, it's like they know when I'm having shows and that's when they decide to cut the internet out. Oh, my God. Time Warner. They have to get on our show. We should have Time Warner's president on our show. You know, we we need to talk to this guy. We need to get Time Dude. Warner on our show. Is that his name? Yeah. Time Warner? I think the name is Time Warner Cable. Uh, Warner is the middle name. Okay. All right. Um, uh, I'm on Fogarty's page. I'll message young lad, young lass. Hey, Tommy boy. <laughs> yes, tell us what you're saying. Hey Tommy boy, tech no technical uh, difficulties, and uh, we'll be with you in a minute. Yeah, tell him we're trying to get the internet back up, okay. <sighs> and that Time Warner is the devil. <laughs> okay, TWC is the devil, bro. And apologize for the. Inconvenience. Apologies. Accepted. <laughs> Inconvenience. That sounds like a very French word. Inconvenience. Inconvenience. Yo, I've been listening on the phone line for five minutes. <laughs> Before I even touch the message, he says, uh, yo, I've been listening to the phone line for five minutes. <laughs> Y'all are killing me. <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit, man. Sire, very sorry. This is fucking bullshit. Um, I'm I'm trying everything I can over here. Uh, oh, God. All right. In the meantime, 
Uh, Sire, hang tight on the line. Hopefully we'll be with you in about five minutes uh, at the most. Um, John Weeks, uh, do you know that I work right near the uh, uh, MLB fan cave, and they were giving away free tickets last week to a soccer game and a Yankees game? And Oh, uh, my God. I'm so jealous. Well, don't be, because a bunch of my colleagues, and these a lot of them were people who have been there a while and know how ridiculous my place is um, and how they treat us like babies, they went during, you know, work hours, not during lunch hours or anything. They didn't clock out to go wait in line to get these tickets. And they were gone for like 45 minutes. And the girl who sits next to me and I, Megan and I, were like, I don't think this is a good idea. And we stayed back. You know, we didn't, because I'm not a fucking moron. So, um, and, you know, I realized at this moment that a lot of my good friends are fucking morons. So they... Uh, my two supervisors go into, like, the big boss's office, and everyone's flipping out. And it wasn't just our department. It was a bunch of different departments. And we get, like, my supervisor calls everyone in his office, so they get a talking to. And then the uh, HR sends a a company-wide email (laughs) saying, like, for those of you who went out during this time, you violated the policies that are specific in the handbook and blah, 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 and saying, like, your supervisors will deal with you individually and you'll be subject to any and all consequences. Um, So it's like we're in first grade. Uh, And then, of course, when he sent that, my boss, 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 she flipped out and had everyone sign who went outside sign a final warning letter. and uh, I just I don't know what everyone was thinking. I, we know that the place that we work at is fucking ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous that they went out and got the tickets, but it's more right. ridiculous than my company's reaction and position on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. That's, that's a little bit of uh, overreaction right there. <laughs> but, yeah, they shouldn't have gone out there and gotten tickets like that. You know, that's, oh, my God. They should have had some kind of plan, you know, like, send this guy out, you know, for this long, and then send another guy out in his place, you know, try to get, try to do something like that. Not everyone just go out and do that. You know, you got to have a plan, you know? Yeah, exactly. They, a bunch of people went, and they didn't, like, scatter it enough, and it was it was just a bunch, and they all thought that they were going to be, like, sold out, but I went at lunch, and I got the tickets, and then I, I sold it. Nope, I didn't sell them, because I had to sign a contract saying I wouldn't, so I didn't do that, but I went. I got him. <laughs> so you, you're a good kid, and you're not a moron. All right, so here's what I'm thinking with this whole fucking switchboard uh, situation with Tom Fogarty right now is yes. if you – are you at your computer, John Weeks? I am. All right, you're going to need to sign in to Blog Talk Radio. Okay. And use – because I don't know what the hell the password is, so you're going to have to use my Facebook. Let me see if I can text you that information right now. All right. Okay. Um, All right. Well, texting okay. texting you my Facebook login, uh, John Weeks, and hopefully this will rectify the situation. Uh, I'm texting you the username, and I am texting you the password. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom just said, now I'm the hot man. Now, who's the hot mess? Uh, Him, himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, 
Why the hell is nothing in my fucking place working? There's, there's, I can't even text you the information. Listen, bro. I, I have no idea. Oh, man. The internet's slow here, right. too. I, all right, no, nobody's listening anyway, so I'll just go back and take this part out later. So, <laughs> Don't so say just, that. We're, we're highly successful here. Come on, what are you talking about? When you, yeah, when you, okay, so go to sign in, so go to Black Talk Radio. There will be an option to log in through Facebook. Okay. All right, Okay. Do you see it? Uh, yes. Okay. But you got to, you got to log into my Facebook. So, oh, okay. So, should I log out? So you got to sign Facebook? out of yours. Okay, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm okay. I'm ready. All right, so just put the the Facebook uh, username as just put Blaze and Rye. Okay, Blaze and Rye. Okay. And then, oh, I really hope I don't get my fucking identity stolen. But put Diggity <laughs> as the password. Diggity. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. All right. I'm in. All right. So now you're in. You're you're in, right? In like Flynn. I'm in. I'm in. All right. So now go to the top right and click on switchboard. You're gonna like hover over a thing and click on switchboard. Hover over that arrow. Okay. And when you get to the switchboard, do you see the switchboard in front of you now? Hmm. I'm on the Blaze and Rye icon. All right, so there should be an arrow next to that Blaze and Rye thing on the top right. You hover Uh, over the arrow or click on the arrow. Okay. Schedule episode? It has like a little menu service. Yeah, yeah, so it it says switchboard under schedule episode and stuff. It should say it somewhere there. Okay. Switchboard, switchboard. No, it just says schedule episode studio, my account, reporting, oh, settings, oh, oh, oh. studio. <laughs> go to studio. Oh, studio. Okay, studio. okay, I'm going. Yeah, go to studio. I'm going. Okay, we are, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best radio ever. I love this radio. <laughs> I don't want to have uh, Okay, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in this one. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. You're okay. going to see. You're going to see a phone line calling in that's not picked up on yet. You're going to want to pick up on Tom Fogarty's phone line. Okay. Uh, what, what's the number What's the number for the <laughs> Oh, well, there should just be one number on there that's either, I don't know, a 212 number or a bunch of ones. Okay, yes. Oh, okay, yes. So I want to pick up on one of these, right? So you want to click on the left button to answer the phone. The left button. Okay. Okay. It's it. Okay. I I All right. Hold time. Zero. Tom Fogarty, are you there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I here? <laughs> oh my god. That was the internet equivalent of a gynecological exam. <laughs> <laughs> when when is your next gynecological exam scheduled for? Huh? I don't need one now for a good long time. <laughs> hey, y'all just took care of that. Child, my feet was up. <laughs> Sire, we were we've been talking about sh- 
females this entire episode. Have you ever um, had uh, any sort of uh, re- relations, sexual relations with a, a female? I never laid my hands on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what they say. <laughs> and I mean that literally. <laughs> Not literally. Um, hey, John Weeks, there's a there's a hot mess button on the switchboard. Time for the hot mess awards with Tom Fogarty. If you could search through that switchboard, it'll say like hot mess beam. You see it? Play that. Oh, All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hot mess. Okay, hold on. Oh, push the damn button. All right, sire. Well, it's time for the hot mess awards. Tom Fogarty, what do you got for us tonight? Well, goddamn it, first I'm the hot mess now, man. <laughs> well done, did me in. <laughs> did me in. Done aggravated me and shit. <laughs> My first hot mess is Sinbad. I mean, how Sinbad. the hell can a bad old washed up comic owe $8 million to the IRS? <laughs> he has filed bankruptcy again. He filed in 2009. That wasn't just that long ago the motherfucker was broke. And now he's had a whole another four years to run shit up. And they're just coming after him now? Who's stupid? Well, you know what they say, sire. As I mentioned before, that's when things go from sin bad to sin worse. There you go. Hello. My second one is this asshole cardinal from Australia. Cardinal Mm. Pell, anybody like hear this shit today? Yeah, I saw it on your Facebook. Tell us. Yeah, this motherfucker says that abortion is a worse sin than the pedophilia of priests. Hello. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool at all. No, not cool at all. But, I mean, at least, you know, the one doesn't affect him. Waka waka. Pedophilia is pretty good probably by him. These marches in this parish in Australia apparently go back to the 30s. The fucking 30s. And this guy had, like, the gall to say that, well, we were really not wanting a church scandal. Hello? Yeah, that was more important to this guy than these poor kids, right? Yeah, not the scandal of it. Yeah. No, it got me going. And then the last (laughs) one has got to be a tie, because I don't know what the fuck is in the water out in Calabasas, because we know (laughs) that big-ass Kardashians all come from there. So now we got Justin Bieber living there, and we got Chris Brown on the outskirts. And they're both causing shit in their communities because they're scaring the children? Are you kidding me? Justin Bieber apparently is scaring the neighborhood by driving through in his Ferrari at 100 miles an hour. So much so that Keyshawn Johnson, the former Jet, and who's the other guy? Eric Dickerson? Like, mm-hmm. both have confronted him in his driveway over this. And apparently when Keyshawn confronted him, he raised up his shirt, showed his belly, and ran in the house like a little bitch. <laughs> and I heard also that his security intel uh, had to keep Keyshawn away, which is right. ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, the whole thing's just a mess. 
And then Chris Brown with his graffiti. Have you seen that fucking graffiti that's on the garage no. and the outside of his house that people are all up in arms over? No. It is so fucked up. I mean, it's just, it's just bad. It's like, you know, they went in, they got shit-faced, and they went, these people are, like, giving me grief. Well, I'll show them. And went out and put their ass up on the side of the building, you know? Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They hot messes, baby. They hot messes, just like me now. Do you think that, uh, are, are they living in the same neighborhoods, uh, Chris Brown and uh, they're, they're a neighbor, They're a neighborhood apart. You know, it would be okay. like the equivalent of the East Village in Soho. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's sort of it. Yeah, there's, there should be a little more space between them. I saw them hanging out on Instagram the other day. They yeah, need a that's little more space scary. That's really scary. You know, because, I mean, it's bad enough. One of them is going to end up being the next Michael Jackson. But, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Well, if I you know what I mean, I mean that really is sorry. If they don't like change their shit, I didn't hear. If I'm sure you ripped Amanda Bynes a new a hole, and I didn't hear that if you did. But that's we were, another we one. So, that's just we that's were, beyond a we, hot mess. We were so busy talking about Shamali's that we didn't even get to Bynes. So why don't oh you? Oh my one? God! No, that was a vase I threw out, officer. Get your hands off my booty. <laughs> that's Beyonce. Bitch got da- oh Beyonce didn't get to her either. No, that's some rude shit. I mean that really is just the emboldened like spirit that this fucking fan had that he just reached up and slapped her ass. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's child. That's a case of Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the case of Mondays. Um, I want to start a new segment on the show uh, called Words That Are Often Overused. And, Tom Fogarty, I think you have a couple for us that you're going to use in sentences. Oh, and in one sentence? You out your mind? In... <laughs> uh... Not a whole – you don't have to put them all into the same sentence. Oh, Lord, I, I was trying. Okay, because you literally had me. I was getting very <laughs> aggravated. You have no idea the impact a waiting had upon me. I am so glad today is hump day, and I got to spend it with you. Child, you ain't nothing but a case of Mondays. And I'm fixing to have me the Thirsty Thursdays. Very nice. Very, uh, Very nice. It's almost Very nice. It's like you've been channeling, channeling some sort of combination of Blanche Dubois and a gangster rapper at once. Just taking Route 420, baby. Just taking Route 420. (laughs) (laughs) Holla! 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 Well, Tom Fogarty, I am so sorry about the delay tonight. We'll make sure that, you know, everything's up and running next time. And I'm going to go tweet at Time Warner how miserable they are again. (laughs) No problem, baby. All right, well, pleasure and honor, sir. Pleasure and honor. Thanks, man. Good night. Take care. All right, that was Tom Fogarty with the Hot Mess Awards and a new segment called Words That Are Often Overused. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I do want to touch on what he what he said about Amanda Bynes. Now, 
I know that you, for a long time, you have supported Amanda Bynes. You used to, I remember you had your, her autographed calendar in eighth grade, and that when She's the Main came out, you were, that was your favorite movie ever, She's the Main, uh, with Amanda Bynes, and uh, what's his name, Chatham Tainsworth, right? That Amanda Bynes and Chatham Tainsworth were in She's the Main, and that was your favorite movie. How are you feeling now that she's completely lost her fucking mind? Oh, I'm long she's the main, first of all. It was a phenomenal film based in the the Westville riots. You know, everybody was in that movie. That movie was, was phenomenal. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, man, I loved it. I mean, she's the main. <laughs> yeah, she's, Schwarzenegger she's was not in that movie. <laughs> no, he was. He was, remember? He was? He was the, uh, the, yeah, yeah, he was the, uh, the robot that comes to save mankind from robot kind. Oh, yeah, now I remember. <laughs> yeah, you know, he tries to, like, freeze everybody and does things like, let's kick somebody. <laughs> Wait, that's... Hold on. You're thinking of Batman and Robin. Yeah, that's right. That's... Yeah, no, no, no. That was, that, that was She's the Maid. She's the Maid with Amanda Bynes, the Maid. Amanda Bynes with Damon A's Maid. <laughs> No, no, but I, I support her, yes. I think what she's doing is perfectly fine. It's, you know, it's it's necessary in her growth. Uh, she's becoming a more mature person. Uh, she's got a lot of issues, but, you know, she's she's learning how to deal with them and by causing a whole bunch of celebrity fights, and uh, hopefully she gets herself some help soon. Maybe she can get Dr. Drew to help her out or something like that. You know, get on some kind of show, reality show, and she'll be even more messed up. But nah. I think you need to bring in Dr. Phil for this. I don't think she can handle a real doctor. I think you need Phil, not Drew. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I like Dr. So Phil. Pretty He's soon she's going to be a Maury anyway. <laughs> Maury Povich. So what did she do? She dropped her bong out the window, and she allegedly, and she also started uh, tweeting racist things to Rihanna. Yes. She's caused, like, so many celebrity fights. It's sort of Ridiculous. And you I, think I this is her way of maturing into a smarter person? <laughs> I think so. This is how a uh, responsible young adult acts, you know, nowadays. And, and uh, I think she's just doing what she has to do to get by, you know. She's really got a lot of issues. Hopefully she can iron through them. And I don't even know why she's acting so crazy. What, what is going on? What are the issues behind this? Uh, I mean, is I don't it know. mental I mean, illness, or is she like, uh, you know, it's, I guess fame has this really bad side to it, you know? I did uh, read somewhere about how it's sad that all the pictures she's taking are selfies, self-shots, which makes it seem like, you know, she's always alone and doesn't have anyone around, and she does seem to be going through something. She's had some weird plastic surgery done. She got those big ass titty breasts now, um, <laughs> and her face looks all strange. I don't know what she's doing, but she does seem to be suffering from. I'm no, I'm no shrink, but she does seem to be suffering from some sort of uh, depression or maybe some sort of bipolar disorder. Something is wrong here. Dead giveaway. <laughs> so Dead giveaway. And you would think that she had a bright career after she's the main. I mean, I love that movie, but. She's gone from, you know, young and, and hot and, you know, on the top of Hollywood to looking like the 
the pigeon lady in Home Alone 2. You know, that's what she reminds me of. <laughs> My favorite part of She's the Main is when they're all at that cocktail party and uh, the Joker shows up with his goons and he he's like... Let's put a smile on that face. That's my favorite part of that movie. I like that one, too. The one with Jack Nicholson, where he brings in the boom boxes that are walking around the museum and painting things, and he's got the music blasting. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, what this town needs is an enema. And he also says, wait till they get a load of me. What a great line. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That was the, uh, wasn't that movie The Land of Somalia? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're thinking of Thailand, the country. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. But about Amanda Bynes, she's got a, she's got a, I don't know, ch- channel like Charles Ramsey, bro. She's got to, she's got to be a hero. She's got to return. I don't know who's going to save her, but it's, it, it's out of, it's out of, it's getting out of hand now, you know? Maybe in order to save herself, Amanda Bynes needs to become a Shamali. <laughs> it's, it's possible. I mean, she was in a movie called She's the Maid. I mean, it's very possible. <laughs> and maybe she's, maybe she's the one that my friend hooked up with because she is looking kind of strange and manly lately. And those titty breasts are phony now. So uh, maybe it was Bynes. I think it was. I didn't think your friend, after that whole incident, I think he may have ruined her in a way. I don't know what happened to her. Did, did I tell you that they were talking about Amanda Bynes and how she'd lost her mind at work? And uh, this kid, Ethan, was going over to the printer to get something out of the printer, and he turns around and looks at everyone, and he goes, Who? Oh, Bynes? And he says, like, he's known her for, like, 100 years. Like, that's a, his his bro. He's like, oh, who, Bynes? <laughs> Bynes is my bro, bro. You know who has a big crush on Amanda Bynes? The man, she's the man, Somali. Really? You know who has a big crush? No, who? What? To uh, Andrew Mainsbrew. <laughs> no, he doesn't. doesn't he really? No, he did. Andrew Mainsbrew had a big crush on Amanda Bynes when we were kids. Are you kidding me? Or maybe not when we were kids, but when whenever she started looking a little older, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't have a crush on her now, does he? He probably does. Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> You know, I love that she's a babe, man. Yeah, she's a babe. Chatham, Tainsworth, and all them, man. I remember she's a main. What was it? I think. I think Bryce wanted to see. We were in L.A. and Bryce, 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 his sister was in town. Tracy, man, and Bryce wanted to see V for Vendetta. And Tracy and I both wanted to see She's the Main. <laughs> and and it, like, it wasn't playing at the theater that we were going to, thank God, because all of us wound up watching it later, and it was it was just dreadful. I mean... Oh, no, it wasn't. It was great. <laughs> well, 
the best part of it is when Danny DeVito comes, you know, waddling out of the sewer. <laughs> yes, that's right. But I love that part too. But I like it when Bane Maine comes out too. And uh <laughs> he reveals under that mask he's really Really, a female. <laughs> well, that's going to be the sequel. Amanda Bynes, after she's transitioned fully into the Shamali, it's not going to be she's the man anymore. It's going to be she's the bang. And this whole situation where she's becoming more evil in real life is just her method acting character study work right now. Right. And her, her greatest weapon is the Twitter universe. She just insults you on Twitter. That's what she does. You think she does it in the Bane voice when she does it? Yeah, that's what she does. She's like, Rihanna, you ugly as a white girl. <laughs> With the jowl pudding and the Kodak film field. Um, she's the Bane. She's <laughs> the Bane. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> This sounds like a phenomenal film, right? I think I think we need to write it tonight. We need to write it, and it needs to be 200 pages. Oh my God, let's do it right now. I already worked on the first 20 right now. It's all set. Listen, you got the switchboard up and going right now. You can write it right now, and let me find out that I can't believe I gave my fucking password for Facebook on the internet. <laughs> I gotta change it immediately. The thing is though, I don't I can't get on anything right now, you know? <laughs> I'm like Amanda Lines all alone now. <laughs> she she has her I'll, I'll change the password to Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you've already said it. That was what it was gonna be. Oh damn. Damn it. By the way, I I woke up this morning rising in back pain, and I can barely move right now. I I woke up with the worst neck pain. I I almost wanted to just stay in bed. It was terrible. Are we getting old? Yeah, well, uh, definitely you. I don't know about me. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah. You said you you had a chest pain? No, neck pain, neck. Oh, neck pain. Yeah, man, what's what's going on? It's, I got some, some pain, bang, man. I got some pain in the spine, man. <laughs> in the spine? In the spine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, like, you should have seen me at the orifice today. I was, like, it took me forever to even, like, turn my neck, turn my head. And now, like, if I lay down, I cannot move for, like, Ten minutes. It takes like ten minutes for me to get up. Oh my! Oh my God! You sound awful. What's going on with you? You, you need some help, man. You sound worse than a man know. of ice. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have mixed that alcohol with those tranquilizers. <laughs> I think what you need to do is start insulting more people on Twitter. I think that's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, we have run. Way over time, uh, John Weeks, there's a button on the switchboard. It's called, uh, like, Backstage Outro. Do you see it? Backstage Outro? 
Yeah, outro, bro. Uh, uh, oh, man. Oh, yes, I have it. Yep, there it is. Okay. So I want to just let everyone know that we're going to be uh, off on Monday, but we'll be back on Wednesday and the following Monday with the regular show. So uh, everybody, uh, thank you to Tom Fogarty for being patient and for becoming a hot mess with us tonight. Uh, big ups to my brother. Jonathan Weeks, the the great city playboy over there. <laughs> and thank you, sir, very much. You know, P.T. Barnum, what can I say? Even Bailey would be happy about the show. The show is amazing. Amazing, man. Did you say Manger or Bainsroof? Bainsroof. <laughs> Bainsroof. <laughs> That's right, Bainsroof. Gossip Jr. <laughs> All right. Well, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. And if you have a Barbie doll, uh, strip her off those clothes, bend her backwards, burn her knuckles on the stove, and leave her in some drawers somewhere. Good night, everybody. Hit that music, Weeks. Good night, sir. <laughs>